Welcome to the Punch-Up Podcast. Were you ever sitting around with your friends and somebody was trying to tell a story and everybody else was helping out? That's what this is. A storytelling podcast with a good story and really, really funny input. Hope you enjoy. Hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey, Steve. Ian O'Shea. Hey, Steve. Kevin Reagan. Hey, Steve. And in the storyteller chair, Kevin Doherty. Hey, Steve. All yours, buddy. All right. So tonight I'm going to tell you a story about a Christmas story. And this is a story that I think about every Christmas and I think about every time I think about my uncle because it's his story. Oh, interesting. All right. So it literally is a story about a story. Yes. It's a a story about a story. So my grandparents came from what's called coal country here in Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh? They moved from, not together, they moved from tiny little hamlets in the middle of the state to the big city of Pittsburgh. Was their son Tom Cruise? Yes, and he played football. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so this story's been told. Yes. So okay. Thanks a lot. Good night. So it's a, story, <laughs> it's a story about a story about a movie. Ah. <laughs> there you go. All the right moves. There you go. Yes. All the right moves. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to... Interrupt. Steal your thunder. Do you have a different story? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, Arbor Day, 1989. <laughs> oh, Christmas vacation. Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> Halloween. Yentl. For Halloween, my wife disguised herself as a man so that she could study at the yeshiva. (laughs) Beth is one of the most dedicated people I've ever met. Oh, my gosh. So my grandparents, when they're young, they both live in these tiny little places. They both moved to the big city of Pittsburgh. My grandfather worked when he was really young in a coal mine since he was 12. Before laws. Well, before laws. And I don't know how his dad died. But he had to support his mom and his sister mm, from the time right. he was 12. This from the time grandpa. he was 12, he was working in a coal mine at 12? At 12. Yes. And that's when he was the small guy sent into, I imagine, extraordinarily inappropriate settings and dangerous. Yeah, apparently like the kids would have to like load random pieces of coal into the coal carts. Well, their size must have been an advantage, so they were in even the scarier exactly. places. Right, they were right? getting like pieces of coal where the big guys couldn't get. Mm-hmm. Oh, they geez. would send the kids in when they didn't want to waste any canary. Exactly, like. yeah. Have you ever seen how much coal a canary can carry? A lot. <laughs> like that old expression. African yeah. or European canary? That's a swallow. Green. No yellow. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> so they, they meet, you know, in the big city of Pittsburgh. My grandfather was working in a steel mill, and my grandmother was working at a Since hotel. Since 12. Uh, when he was 16, I think he finally moved to the big city, as did my okay. grandmother around do, the same Do you time. feel that Billy Joel or Bruce Springsteen has captured your grandparents' lives? Probably more, more that Billy that Billy Joel song, yeah. though mm. I hate it. It's yeah. probably more appropriate. You know, okay. about, like everything closing down and, you know, yep. I won't be getting up today. That's it. That's how it goes. Exactly. So they meet in the big city and fall in love. They get married and they have my uncle John 
and then my mom three years later. Now, I'm sorry, but your grandfather and grandmother met and were married probably very young. I mean, this guy was the head of the household at 12, Right, was working in the coal mines, was a career man. Full beard at, at 14. At, well, that's what I'm saying. Like He moved to Pittsburgh at 16, mm-hmm. was probably like the VP of coal by the time he was 18, <laughs> yeah. right? When he worked in the steel mill. The most w- powerful 19-year-old in the coal no, industry. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a blue-collar, sure. worked in the mill. He cut steel. Like They made giant steel rolls, and he was a cutter, which was apparently a pretty good position. It was a skilled yeah. position. Well, a long way up from the small holes inside the mine. Exactly. Right. Outside, at least. Or at least you could see the exit to the coal mine. At least above ground. Right, right exactly. Right, right, right. Breathing that fresh air. Well, yeah, if you've seen pictures of Pittsburgh in like the... 30s and 40s and even the 50s like the sky was always gray my grandmother right. used to say well, the kids are just black right I mean, it's just soot she couldn't hang her clothes outside because they would get dirty yeah. like after you wash them Jeez. oh man yeah it's crazy so they lived in this blue little blue collar neighborhood called shadyside it was very neatly kept like everybody had little yards single unit this houses. is the 50s uh, 30s okay uh, my uncle was born in 1938 and my mom was born in 1941 it was the beginning of suburbs and and things like of that nature. right although this was a part of the city they lived okay. in a neighborhood in the city uh-huh. you know they were they were still poor the house that they lived in was a boarding house they bought this boarding house so that they could have extra money by having borders on the second and third floors let right. the rooms out yeah i remember growing up there was a woman named sue who lived there for years this older woman she had white hair she worked at a Woolworths she would come down for coffee every morning she was almost like part of the family leave the door open while she was bathing well not quite but <laughs> well talk a lot glance over her shoulder I mean if, if you're telling a story that your uncle told other people can't I be involved as well yeah, can I make some changes story? you want to be in the story <laughs> so I work the door with. to the bathroom's open <laughs> And Sue, right, she's... Cigarettes? No, I can't. Yeah, okay, sorry. (laughs) No, she was this lovely older lady. So Pittsburgh is considered, I guess, in the East as the gateway to the Midwest. It's a very Midwestern kind of place, friendly city. Weird accent. Weird accent, yeah. Yeah. Yinzer. Yeah. Yins going downtown. Yins going down the Donzies for that Kobasi Fest. Yeah. (laughs) Get some of them Iron City beers in your belly. Yeah, (laughs) it's all good. It's all good. That kind of thing. My whole family talks about it. Not far off from Philadelphia, actually, by the way. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty cool. We don't say pop, though. No. No. Indeed. We say sodi and we pay $3 for them. (laughs) So we spent a lot of time at my grandparents' place. In fact, uh, for a couple of years, we lived around the corner in this neighborhood after my parents split up. We got an apartment right around the corner. You and your brother and sister? My mom and my two sisters. But even before then, the entire family would come to my grandmother's house after church on Sunday, and we would have Sunday dinner. Mm -hmm. And in the summertime, they had a carport. You know what that, like a, not a garage, but a carport. Just the roof. Just a cover. Just a cover. But they converted it into like this sun porch kind of thing. My grandfather got these uh, bamboo blinds, and they got this outdoor furniture and these outdoor rugs. So we would spend time out there in the summertime. Your grandfather's 24 at this point. My grandfather, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the, this was uh, in the seventies at this point, 26, I'm, I'm kind of jumping ahead. <laughs> yeah. But he was handy. Like he made the sun porch, right? He oh, built gosh. it. Yeah. He, he had built a wor- everything. He had a work fix cars yeah. and he had his hands were always cracked and yes. bleeding. He had that yeah. lava soap. You didn't need uh-huh. water oh, yeah. for yeah. in yeah, the basement. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. And he had, uh, all these tools. I'd and- argue that you do need water for it, but you know, 
I mean, the gritty, so you just rub it you into just your wipe, hands wipe it off. and then just wipe it off on your Sunday and, best. Right. And have you ever used it? It's made from like gasoline or yeah, something. Yeah. Oh, it's no, just, it's noxious. Yeah. 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 He had that and a big workbench and like grinders and electric tools and actually old manual tools. I have some of them, like an old sure. manual. Deal. But I mean, what could you just don't know what they are. You look at them and go, right. I don't, I don't know. know. They look good in, in this box. Yeah. But I mean, he could fix anything. Yeah. Or anybody in the neighborhood. I mean, it's real blue-collar folks. Oh, yeah. They could yeah. all do all what, of that what was stuff. Your they could all name? do their own shit for themselves. And they all did it for each other, too. Right, like, everybody would pitch in. His name was John, too. Okay. My uncle was named for him. I have him. such a romantic notion. You know, just the ability to be that useful. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> just is a pipe dream You're right. Me. It's kind it's of lost like, on yeah. all of us. I, like, look at a <laughs> sink, and I'm just like, water, no work here. Some, something goes wrong in your neighborhood, and they look towards you, and they go... No, something goes wrong in my house, and I just run out screaming. <laughs> Are you handy, Jesse? Yeah. You're, you're really yeah, handy, right? I'm yeah. handy. Yeah. I used to be so handier. You used to be hand- like you've lost your handy. I'd stop doing it. I got old. I got tired. So it's just by cho- you're just like eh, I don't want to have the time. I, You'd I mean, rather I can, pay somebody or whatever. I can do it. It's just I don't want to climb up on my roof anymore. I don't want to clean up my gutters anymore. Yeah. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, but you're able to fix and mend mm-hmm. yeah. and, and build and I can put in a toilet, rebuild. Or a toilet or, yeah, or that, I mean that's yeah. just that's so fucking awesome. So when my grandfather wasn't fixing stuff or doing all that, he was a ham radio guy. So the, awesome. one of the other memories, they had a larger yard than a lot of the other places on the street because they had a corner lot. So he had this giant ham radio antenna, and after mm. dinner he would go downstairs, and the part that wasn't a work room was his ham radio station. Was, was Com Center? Yeah, yeah. He was K three CYM. He would talk to. He had these guys he would talk to all over sure. the world all the time, and he would hand roll his cigarettes while he uh, oh, was talking on the radio. What a man! Yeah, total manly man. Grew his own tobacco. <laughs> Not quite. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even like, tobacco. It was just metal shavings from the workshop. <laughs> that he lit and on, lava soap. That he yeah. lit on fire. Yeah. Yeah. But my grandmother, she was a huge green thumb. She had these beautiful rose gardens that went along the sidewalk that people always would comment on. And oh. uh, snapdragons, all kinds of flowers. But she also grew in this yard. She had a plum tree, a peach tree, an apple tree, raspberry bushes, blackberry bushes, gooseberry bushes. They're kind of like a blueberry, but they're kind of a pale oh color. yeah 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 yes yeah. i've seen them in the right. market and a vegetable garden all kinds of flowers and mint they might have had a walnut tree as well God. so it was like this crazy a of, like lush thing how was she yard. with like roots root vegetables like or carrots yeah oh yeah she had a whole vegetable garden tomatoes carrots rhubarb what about that was a specific what about, what about, question well, I'm just curious. I mean, he says she has a green thumb. We heard of a few of the things she likes to grow. Was any of it edible? Was I mean, all was of she of any use? Wait, hold on. Are you... He names like every walnut, peach, vegetable plum? there is. Apple. What do you Apple? mean a pear? Oh, she had a pear tree. Was there any lettuce? Yes, there was lettuce. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, now, <laughs> what now we're getting somewhere. Oh, oh, oh now she's a gardener. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was lettuce? The woman had every fruit under the sun. I didn't hear anything about a potato. <laughs> she grew potatoes. Okay. Now she just sounds made up. <laughs> this is the best couple that has ever been. By well, this is yeah. this is yeah. this is yeah. why America became the place that it used to be. It, yeah. yeah, that's because exactly of right. people <laughs> and neighborhoods like this, yep. yeah. built of immigrants who yeah. came to this country looking for something better, did it themselves all day, every day, grew their food. Contacted people on ham radio. They were from this country. No, right? actually, well, oh, I, for, I forgot are to you, mention. Are you suggesting Lies. your grandfather no. was also a Chickawa? <laughs> 
No, no, no. My grandmother was born in Czechoslovakia and came over when she was six. Mm-hmm. My grandfather was born in the United States two weeks after his parents landed at Ellis Island. From where? From Czechoslovakia. So we would come there on Sundays after church for a big Sunday dinner. And it was always pot roast, you know, with vegetables or chicken and rice. Oh, yeah. Sunday, of course. Absolutely. Right. After church. And my grandfather always had bread and butter on the table because when he was young, they couldn't afford butter. Hmm. And so every Sunday we had to hear, you know, we have butter on the table because I didn't Help yourself. (laughs) What what was your grandmother's name? Betty. Okay. So I'm looking for these like old school names and we have John and Betty. Right. They're pretty They're old. old school names. Are they? Yeah. That's pretty old school. Yeah. John and I'm, Betty. Yeah. I'm looking for like Thaddeus and no. Gertrude. Thaddeus. Yeah. Thaddeus. I mean, what what more American name could you give your son that was John. born two weeks after you got yeah, to this country? Right. And they're just looking around. They're like, Johnny Chevy. on the spot. Chevy. Johnny, yeah, yeah, just say yeah. <laughs> It would be Chevy or Chevrolet like, Ford. Yeah. 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 Cigarette American boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so Sunday dinner. After Sunday dinner, my grandfather would often go down and do his ham radio thing. Grownups would go into the living room and smoke and have drinks and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And us kids would sit around the dining room table. My grandmother would make us- Punching each other in the face. Punching each other. Yes. (laughs) We would have tea. I remember my grandmother would make tea with a lemon. And we would either play penny any poker, which she taught us how to do. We had a big jar of pennies and we would all play penny any poker. Or we would look through pictures- my grandmother had, I don't know what you call it. It was like a chest of drawers, something like in arm tall uh, thing with a lot of drawers. A buffet. Yeah. Okay, buffet, whatever. Yeah. And in the top drawers were cigar boxes filled with pictures. Oh, just right. laid wow. in there, just picture after picture. Picture after picture. And that was my favorite thing, was to just yeah. look through these pictures. The just... thing that strikes me is, seems pretty lazy not to put them in an album. She did have a couple of albums, but there were so many pictures. <laughs> this woman grew every vegetable. There was winter. <laughs> she could have put them in the albums in winter. True. <laughs> Betty, what are you doing? You still sitting there, Betty? My she God. was growing the Again, trees to make the paper. That's what John was, John was. This is KY47. Uh, anybody else out there got a useless wife who doesn't put the pictures in four albums? <laughs> and some guy, some German guy. <laughs> I'm a toy. Useless wife. Uh, I'm, I'm listening. I could really use that drawer space. Is this cigarette American boy? Oldsmobile? Is that you? Oh, my gosh. But I love looking at these pictures because yeah. it was a vision into the past. Like sure. not only when my grandparents were young, these old faded yeah. black and white pictures from the the twenties and the thirties, right? The beautiful pe- ruffled trims, yes. and the, yeah, the ornate like mm-hmm. nature of just the actual picture, right? The, but the, it's, it's the a paper. launch pad to a story too, because you're, you're looking through them with your grandmother, right? Well, let's right, hope so. Exactly. Yeah, let's you know, hope so. She's telling yeah. us who these people are, and you know, oh, this was the first time we went to Florida, yeah, and the, you know. These are your cousins whom you never met and all of that. There were also pictures of when my mother and her brother, my uncle, were younger. Mm. And to me, those were the most fascinating ones. You never saw those at home? Like mom mom, mom didn't have old pictures. We had pictures of like when my parents were dating and that sort of thing. Which makes sense, yeah. But this was from the 50s. Yeah, I guess I don't have baby pictures of myself. Yeah. Yeah. So I loved to look at these pictures because the whole time... We were at my grandparents when I was probably, what, 10 or so. It was the 70s. And that's when there was this whole 50s nostalgia 
revival, right? Right of Happy, Happy Days, days yep. Laverne and Shirley. Sure. Yeah. Even they mention it in Broadway. Danny Rose, right. the, the main character, he's a '50s singer. And for me, like understanding what my mom did when she was a kid and when she was a teenager and what my uncle did, mm -hmm. that was the most fascinating. My grandmother used to say, oh, they were such good kids. What they would like to do on a Friday night is they would come in and they would move all the furniture out of the dining room or out of the living room and they would dance. Mm. So that's all they, you know, it's just right. like a sock Jeez. hop at home. Just work on dances and... Right, just, just kids just, coming over and, and yeah. dancing and right. having a good time. And my mom always says, you know, I'm sure a lot of parents always say this, it was a lot simpler back then. Well, yeah. I mean, that, simpler just time. that example, I mean, that's, what do you guys want to do? I don't know. We could get some sodies. Right. How about we go to my house and dance? Right. Exactly. Put on some records. You go bet, Peggy Sue. Exactly. You get your records, you get your records, and we'll meet at my house in 10. That sort of thing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, my daughter wants an iPod. Exactly. Yeah. My kid wants a she new She wants laptop. something that will take her away from everybody. Exactly. So I had this whole vision in my mind of what this time was like. Another movie that influenced that, although I think it came out later, was A Christmas Story. So mm, when, sure. I when I watched that... I picture my mom and my uncle and actually my father as well. My parents met because my father was a good friend of my uncle's. And like one of those things, he probably came over and was dancing. Right. Saw his buddy's younger sister. Yeah, it was like, and they started dating and they got married. Like, I think my dad was 20. She was 18. Sure. And it just happens with a couple of dates. And yeah. if you do more than like a few kisses, you're like, I guess we should get married. <laughs> exactly. Although he was in the Navy first. So when he came back from the Navy, they got hitched. Right. They were really, really young. So the A Christmas Story. And also there was a photo that I still remember to this day of my grandfather and my uncle. And my grandmother's sister lived next door to my grandparents. Right. So yeah. her right. and her husband, they had three boys. So there's a picture. There and that like, was their side of the street. No, it was their yards connected. Like right. Were, oh, but that's never so the cool. right But right never right the twain shall meet. They had made their life on that side of the street. Yeah, kind of. But they would come over. <laughs> really like there were some interconnection. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not firing on all pistons, apparently. <laughs> I'm, sure I they, were... I'm sure they spoke. <laughs> well, <that's what laughs> their yards were. Oh, my God. You live here. here. Did I fall asleep? I had no idea. <laughs> well, we're just, I missed the war. We're, ju we're just learning about her gra his grandmother's <laughs> sister who lived a door away. Yeah. Right. And only door spoke away. through ham radio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is this a uh, cigarette boy? <laughs> uh, who is this? Uh, you sound very close. Wait, open your shed door. It's me, Clarence. I live next door. You have an accent. Uh, this is just my ham radio thing. I don't want to be recognized. Well, it works. Thanks. <laughs> Talk to you again. <laughs> so there was this picture of my grandfather and my Uncle John and my Uncle Frank and his three boys all standing with shovels on the sidewalk during the blizzard of 53 or whatever yeah. the hell it was, you know, snow was stacked up over the big old cars and right. they're all wearing the hats with the flaps, flaps. that go over the ears oh, yeah. and the, the big heavy plaid wool jackets, that sort of thing. Nothing's waterproof. No. Wool is the closest no, you exactly. get to waterproof. There's, <laughs> there's no yeah. plastic yet. So. Right. No. Are these black and white photos? Or are they... Some are, that one I remember is in color. Okay. But a lot of them are in black. Some of them are just black. Right. From the coal. <laughs> just right. like, who, what's this? Oh, that, that I think is your sister's uh, dog. Oh, no, no, no. It's your Aunt Edna. My bad. Yep. Nope. That's that. You know what? That's just the basement without the lights on. <laughs> 
So some of the other pictures that I remember are the Christmas pictures yeah. when they were young and just picturing and thinking about what their Christmases were like and like, right. you know, the presents that they got, like oh, I'm picturing yeah, like dude. Daniel Boone caps and right, right, right. chemistry sets and carved uh, wooden right. things or Red Rider BB gun right. yeah. Yeah. from and that, o- like an orange dolly whose eyes right. actually go <laughs> yeah. up and down. A, a, a toothbrush. Yeah. <laughs> well, my grandfather got a, a tree. An apple. A coupon for a dinner that week. <laughs> A robot as your, dinner? As your mother, I promise to make a dinner this week. <laughs> a dinner. We can scrounge up enough food for a dinner. A dinner? We'll steal a potato from grandma. <laughs> My grandfather was very happy to get an orange in his stocking when he was little. Yeah. They were, no, it they was were a big dirt deal. poor and like oranges were like Well, they exotic. were rare. Well, they were, they were, yeah, they were exotic and, you know, scurvy. Yeah. <laughs> all he wanted was oranges, bread, and butter. That's it. And that guy <laughs> was happy. That's, that's all he ever Simple ate. man is... <laughs> Metal shaving cigarettes and a ham radio. <laughs> Give him a couple cords and an antenna. So my Uncle John went to the Coast Guard after he went to high school. Came back, went to Carnegie Mellon. How University. was that for your grandfather then? Because your grandfather was Navy, you said. No, no, my father was Navy. Oh, your father My grandfather actually didn't serve. He was okay. between wars, I guess. Yeah. Right. So. What? Sure. He, he came from Czechoslovakia. There's no such thing. <laughs> Right. Yeah, they escaped so they wouldn't get killed, I guess. <laughs> After Coast Guard, he went to CMU and studied metallurgy, went to work in the steel mills as a metallurgist, where he met my my aunt was working. Can't remember exactly where she was working. They met. They fell in love. They stayed in Pittsburgh. They yeah. didn't have any kids. And so this is the story that I think about at Christmas time hmm. that makes me think of him. This was all preamble to this. Pretty much. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. So, damn, a lot of work, lot kid. Of <laughs> <laughs> it's a long road. You know what? This episode is an hour, guys. <laughs> Hang in there. Good thing no, no, no. The, story, it... the story itself actually isn't that long, but it's one of my favorite stories. Yeah. So. It's not that long right now. Well, we'll see how long. But I yes. see the gleam in Ian's eye. It's going to be a while. <laughs> He's, he's getting he's he's just warmed up. <laughs> well, I thought we were I thought we were three quarters of the way through the story. No. Uh, Steve, go ahead and introduce the episode. Yeah. That was hey, this is Steve with a bunch of podcasts. Thanks for hanging in. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Ian O'Shea. I'm here to tell you about another show that a lot of people that you've listened to tonight also do on the last Friday of every month at the playground on 20th and Sansom here in Philadelphia. It is the Blue Show. And it is blue as eep. It is raunchy. It is dirty. Actually, the audience suggestions are disgusting. And quite frankly, it's your fault. You come and watch, and you suggest the most disgusting things I have ever heard. It's a sick and twisted evening of pleasure all the way around. 10 o'clock, BYOB. We love to do it. It's a great, fun, adult, raunchy, disgusting debacle. Bring your friends. Bring your enemies. Bring your filthy, disgusting mind. It's a giant circle jerk. With comedy. Not boners. We're back with Kevin Doherty. (laughs) Hour eight. (laughs) Chapter 51. (laughs) He's filibustering. He doesn't want it to end. Oh, shit. This now, look here, see? <laughs> You're going to have to come down off that microphone sooner or later. You're going to have to eat. Aronofsky, Peter. <laughs> Aronofsky, Robert. <laughs> I can go all night, boys.
No, this is a Christmas story. One of the other things that I think about seeing those pictures were what their house was like at Christmas. Yeah. Like they had the kind of like the trees looked a little scragglier. Back Everything then. was yeah. scragglier. <laughs> yeah. The soil was, <laughs> still had like radiation and blood in it. <laughs> but like the trees with like that silver tinsel that you oh, actually yeah. would buy. Like, yeah. Throw it, it was on. made of there, lead. Yeah. It was, it was made of actually, lead. Oh, yeah. Really? It was actually yeah. harmful to yeah. everyone and anything that touched it. <laughs> yeah. You go to like collect it at the end of the season and it had just like disintegrated yeah. you know? In, into your bloodstream yeah right. it, and it, you touch it and it's just like wait and it just yeah. splits it into gave two everybody yeah. cancer but they continue to put it under trees until their dogs and cats ate it and shit then, it out and they're like forget it yeah right. we're done we don't want it anymore <laughs> cancer I can deal with and, but all this shit laying around and if you look back it. it's like that looked like shit why did we do that <laughs> because because it looked it better than the, 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 the tree you had with Four leaves on it out front. Right. Yeah, you right. like try and dress things up, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or back in the day when they had lit candles hanging on their trees. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they didn't right. have those, but they had those big, ugly, Bulbs. like tear-shaped yeah. lights. Yeah. And or in yeah. the window, I mean, actual candles. Yeah. Oh yeah. Put, a, put actual candles in the window. Yeah, and but just... the big lights. If one went out, like then you're done. Like you have to replace every single one. Get mm-hmm. down the strand. Figure out what's sure. going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. A couple of days after Christmas, my uncle, he's about seven years old, and he's palling around with his buddies around the neighborhood, and they're near the Kroger grocery store. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we have them at all out no. here in the east anymore. They're down south still. Yeah, and they're in the Midwest. Midwest. Kroger's okay. still big in the Midwest. Okay, Pittsburgh, gateway to the Midwest. But this Kroger, I know, is not there anymore, but it was the big grocery store yeah. that you went to. It might be a little difficult to describe. There were train tracks that came from behind the Kroger and then went sort of down the side of the Kroger and then continued on, right? So the Kroger parking lot and then these train tracks, which were kind of in a gully or, you know what I mean? So you couldn't just walk down there, but a kid could jump down there. Yeah, did the train run up to the Kroger? Like, did they get deliveries that way? Oh, you know what? I don't know. That might be why it was... that's not uncommon back then. Right, it might have been. That might have been exactly why. So That would be a pit stop for deliveries. Yeah. Pittsburgh stuff. Uh, yeah, that's a good go. one. <laughs> so it's a couple of days after Christmas. My <laughs> uncle is seven and they're walking around the neighborhood. And the big kids came and got them and said, here, come with us. And they were kind of scared, but kind of excited because, you know. Are these big kids like older or just yeah. that? They're like 12. Oh. He always says they're like you know, 10 and 12. Did they want to take him to see a dead body? Oh, yeah. So they yeah took him out to the woods. Are you going to stand by me or yeah. are you going to yeah. Boys in the Hood? Stand by me. Yeah. Oh, I forgot Boys in the Hood. Anyway, they tell them, anybody who's thrown out a Christmas tree bring it over to the Kroger. Oh, that's cool. So they're bringing these Christmas trees over to the Kroger and they've got this huge stack of Christmas trees. And I picture like this network of boys like all over the neighborhood, sure. like gathering all these Christmas trees and they're moving the Christmas trees down by the tracks. Cr- the boys are doing this. Kroger hasn't sponsored this. <laughs> yeah, he did not sign off on this. Okay, I just want to make sure. No, like, no, this is not an official they're, Kroger They're putting event. them on the train tracks? Hmm? They're putting them on the train tracks? They are they're... putting them on the train tracks. Okay. My uncle discovers they're putting them on the train tracks. He's seven. He's not not sure right. exactly, you know, what. If Buster Keaton can do it, we certainly can. <laughs> exactly. Last one here is a dirty A-bomb. <laughs> Remember that the, the train runs from behind the Kroger and makes a bend around the Kroger. Yeah. And then continues on past the Kroger. So the big pile of trees are on the tracks. At the bend? Past the, the here's the bend, and they're on the straight part. Can you show yeah. me that bend again on a podcast? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Past the bend. Okay. So it's on the straightaway. On the straightaway. <laughs> There's a kid. But it's a blind bend. Yes. Because it comes around. There's, the, a, the, there's a kid yeah. at the bend. 
who well, is a look well. who is a lookout. Wait, and he's wait, 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 wait. Is it is it is it Squee? What? <laughs> Judge Kavanaugh's buddy. Oh God. Squee. <laughs> oh my God. So Squee is looking out behind the Kroger and yells, "Here it comes!" At the same exact time that the train is going. Kind of. <laughs> they don't hear him yell, here it comes, because the train whistle. What, Squeeze? <laughs> 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 no, exactly. <laughs> Run for your... <laughs> Squeeze mouthing something to us. <laughs> something about the train, but I can't figure out what. They put him up there because Squeeze, <laughs> because Squee has the voice of a foghorn. Like, he's a little dude, but when he yells, it's like, it's like hey, guys! <laughs> and it's like, shut up, Squee! I wish we hadn't called him Squee. <laughs> so when Squee yells, here it comes, some of the other big kids get matches, and light these trees on fire. Oh, my God. So the warning was step one. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't a warning. It was like it was, the cue to yeah, exactly. commit right. arson. Right. So once the trees are lit. What do they the, use for kindling? Like little or kids? The trees. The, the, Those trees were so dry by then. Oh, so, yeah, what's yeah. so great is the kids at home before that, you know, when they were all sent home to go get their trees, their parents were like, yeah, sure. Are we done with that tree, Ma? I'll take it. I'll take it. What are you up to? Nothing, Ma. I promise. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Hey, Mom. What's going on? Oh, what do you guys want to move the furniture out and dance? Nope. No. Aren't you going to finish your Ovaltine? Go fuck yourself, Ma. I got a plan. Can I have the goddamn tree or not? Just answer me, woman. Jesus Christ. Now I know why Dad's so miserable all the time. No wonder he's on the ham radio. <laughs> like the turning point in America. It's making me think of the, the line, where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's lonely ice to your, you. your father wants to teach you. Your father, that day. That's when, it, when America turned. As soon as Squee couldn't get his voice heard. When the, tra- when the train that is America makes that turn and just yeah. sees a big pot of fire in front of it. Your father, your father wants to teach you how to be useful. Use your hands to build and make and create things. Help your fellow neighbor. Well, fuck that. We're making a pile of trees. Gonna light them on fire, huh? <laughs> so the trees are on fire. The big kids yell, Holy run. Holy shit, must have they, just gone up. They all like, scatter. Uh, the train comes around the bend. It sees the burning pile of trees. There's nothing it can yeah, do no. to stop. So at this point in the story, my my uncle is, is laughing so hard that he can <laughs> barely contain himself. Tears are running down his face, and he can barely tell the story. And he says... And that tree, <coughs> excuse me, that train hit hit those trees and it exploded in, in fire and sparks. And he's laughing so hard. And then he says, it was the most beautiful thing that I had ever seen in my life. <laughs> this is, he's like eight, nine. <laughs> he's seven. He's seven just, years old. He just seven witnessed years. the demise of America. <laughs> yeah. So right my uncle turned 80 last dun, September, dun, so. Happy birthday, Uncle John. Oh, and answer, God, I love you. Dun, God bless America. That's when, the, <laughs> dun, 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 that's when, that's when they learned dun, one dun. stupid guy can ruin this whole country for everyone. <laughs> now listen here, kids. Everybody go get that dried up trees. Meet me back at the Kruger's in 10, all right? If your parents ask you any questions, punch them right in the guts. You tell, you tell them, mind your own business, old man. The new gods in town. <laughs> you know it's good for you. <laughs> you thought the commies were bad. Ah, you ain't seen nothing yet, old man. 
<laughs> we hate your stupid way of life, working for every penny. <laughs> Respecting each other, building a community. Ah, hooey. Now he's filibustering. Rest in peace, America. Hey, this is Steve with the Punch Up Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We have had an absolute blast doing this podcast, but it is time that it comes to an end. We are bringing Punch Up Podcast to an end in January, but not before you can see it three times live in January. That's right. Episodes 98, 99, and 100 will be recorded in front of a live audience at the CSC Theater, 2030 Sansom Street, at 8 p.m. on Friday, January 4th, Friday, January 11th, and Friday, January 18th. And it will be the Punch-Up Podcast in 3D. Why is it 3D? Because the guests are going to be Daryl Charles, Dana Young, and Dave Jadico. Please join us in the fun. It is so much fun to do this podcast, and it's even more fun when there's a lot of people in the audience. So plan to come out and have fun with the last three episodes of the Punch-Up Podcast. Now ring that bell. <laughs>